Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. Teresa, let me ask you a question. Who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, my word. You know where that comes from, right? Are you channeling your inner TV host? Yeah. What's his name again? Alex Trebek? No, it's not Alex Trebek. It's the guy from uh, Regis, Regis Philbin. Ah, right? Okay. Anyway. I think so. Anyway, I, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. But uh, we all know the very famous 2000s show that was huge for you know all our encyclopedia, walking encyclopedia uh, mm-hmm. trivia buffs out there. So if that's you, I've got a question for you. Do you know how much it takes for you to start contributing or saving in order to be a millionaire by the time that you retire? For me, a lot. <laughs> That's what I know, because I'm 43. <laughs> for my niece, who's 22, not nearly as much would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, and on top of that, how about do you know what you need to be investing in to, mm-hmm. yeah, to get to be a millionaire? And, and knowing whether you're on track, I think that is one of those really overwhelming pieces of mm-hmm. what we talk to people about. You know, when we ask them questions about what their goals are, often there's this like deer in the headlights, like, I don't know, that's why I'm here. I, I don't know what I need. I don't know what I don't know. So I do think though, million dollars is kind of a, a common goal. People say, I wanna be a millionaire before I retire. Yeah. And they don't know what it's gonna take to get there often. Yeah, exactly. So today we're gonna play a little bit of trivia talking sense style. And no, obviously we're not going to be handing out a million dollars to anyone who knows all the answers. Or are we? I mean, if you <laughs> apply what we're talking about, then you could certainly go out and earn it. But we're definitely not giving out a million dollars, just to be clear. Either way, either way, if you want to be a millionaire, then you should definitely pay attention to what we're about to talk about. Uh, because at the end of the day, you have a much better chance of becoming a millionaire by applying these principles mm-hmm. than by being a contestant on some game show. If you don't believe me, then let me explain with a little story. Right? Okay. So uh, we've got a story about a hypothetical Mark and a hypothetical Teresa, okay. where they're both 19 years old, <laughs> and they both have a little less than $170 per month that to save. <laughs> <laughs> With me at 19, that tracks, okay. <laughs> Listen, I probably had less than that. Uh, but uh, let's say that, that Mark starts investing the money uh, at age 19 and does so until he's 27 okay. because then you know life happens and you know kids and all of that other stuff that is a lot more expensive and so he stops at age 27. Okay. So basically 8 years of consistent contributions and then stopping. Yep, $170 each month. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, meanwhile Teresa is living her best life instead of investing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. she spends it like she earns it and then at age 27 learns about investing and starts right then and there and doesn't stop until she retires. All this right? tracks also with me. Oh, wait, this is hypothetical. Hypothetical, right? yes, sorry. completely. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, this is not, not reality at all. Hmm? <laughs> so if they both earn the same average return of 8% over the next 31 years, guess who will have more money by the time they each reach age 65. I feel like I shouldn't answer this because I have the answer here. We've done these sort of analysis before, um, but what's shocking to me is it's always going to be Mark. It's going to be the one who started earlier, even if they stopped. 
because they have all that time. So when we do the math here, Mark ends up with a million thirty-five thousand one hundred sixty dollars. Teresa right. ends up with eight hundred eighty-three thousand one hundred eighty-five dollars. So those are that's just the math. If you earned an average of eight percent over that thirty-one year period, based on the balances they would have had at age twenty-seven, that's just where you get to. And. The, that's the crazy thing is that it's just math and it's not, you know, we're not talking about some outrageous, you know, average rate of return where they're not saving, you know, at, like all their paycheck or anything like that. This is that. not fire movement level savings. No, This not is at all. attainable savings if you just live below your means. Exactly. And, and it, what's interesting, though, is even though, you know, Mark had more at the end than Teresa, I want to talk about how much total they had invested versus mm-hmm. what they ended up with. Oh, yeah. So Mark had invested a total of about 16000 Teresa incredible. had invested about 78000 a little over 78000 But we're still well above what they put into it. Oh, yeah. And so where did that money come from? Where did it come from? The market. The market. It's a beautiful beast yes. when you give it time. Now, let's address current market, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 2022, as we've said before, was kind of a bully when it comes to the market. There wasn't anywhere to hide. If you go to cash, inflation eats you alive. If you go to bonds, they're not doing so hot. If you go to stocks, they're not doing so hot. But if you've got 31 years, everything's on sale. Exactly. Have the right perspective here. You know, if I went to Target and my favorite thing or something that I needed is on sale, I'm stocking up. That's mm-hmm. that's just when you have when you have a lot of kids like me, if milk's on sale, you go buy a lot of it. Um, so if yeah. your goal is to retire a millionaire when the market is down, instead of panicking and staying out of it, you need to really focus in, lean into those discounts and benefit from it. That's right. Because, I mean, think about it. Yeah. The market just took a big hit. Uh, stocks and bonds, right? So, but where does that leave us, right? So that leaves us with a well-priced market now, mm-hmm. right? Where again, you can get stocks at a discount, uh, or even if you go into the bond market. I mean, we we've talked about it so many times. Interest rates are high, right? So what happens when interest rates are high? Eventually, they come down, right? And whenever they do, bond prices go right back up because they have this teeter totter effect between the the prices and the interest rates. Exactly. And and. You know, it may take some time. 2023 is likely going to be another year where there's some challenges to overcome for the market. So we're not saying you're guaranteed any sort of results. What we're saying is you have the opportunity to buy things while the market is at a lower level Mm -hmm. to benefit from it over the long haul, because time is money. That's right. Exactly. So that's that's the principle. Time invested is money earned. Right. So. The, the concept and the principle is start now, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great, great time to start. Uh, so the sooner they start, the sooner that it starts growing. Uh, so and these principles are for, for everyone, right? It's not like it's not like only the rich benefit from this. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of them got rich because of it. Yes. Right? And so can you. And I would say my largest accounts, the ones that have come to me with the largest balances at retirement, they're not people who earned insane salaries. That's what's so interesting to me about working right. in this industry. It's the lineman and energy. Mm-hmm. who just live below his means, consistently put into that employer plan and consistently saved for emergencies so they didn't oh. have to go into a lot of debt. It's insane to me the impact of just long-term solid habits yeah. on your future goals. Yes. So whoever you are in this scenario, whether you're Mark or Teresa, the the thing is just start investing. Just just do it. It's going to benefit you. I mean, even even if you were the, the person that made the uh, lesser amount, still made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So why not start? I wouldn't mind retiring with $800,000. Right? Who's going to turn that down? Would you? <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, if you look at the median kind of average 
balances in the state of Arkansas, that's still a really great retirement. Absolutely. And, and I would also say, I, in case you haven't figured out who wrote this show, by the way, it was Mark. <laughs> I find it interesting <laughs> that Mark was the one who had the most money. Mm, I mean, is there a little bias again, in the writing just here? Completely hypothetical. Oh. I just. Yeah, okay. I just, I just interesting. wrote the down the two the names too. that came to my mind first. It just had it had nothing to do okay. with anything else. Okay. Nope. So we talked about the numbers with with Mark and Teresa of one hundred and seventy dollars a month. But mm. let's break this down by decades. OK, so we're going to say if you're starting at 20, if you're starting at 30, 40 or 50, what the impact of waiting is, because I think that helps people understand why we say start today. OK, yeah. so again, a little trivia. If you are 20 and if you want to be a millionaire by the time you're 65 with 10 percent average returns, how much do you think you would have to invest each month to get there? Well, I, I will say I've done the math because, again, I have a niece who I helped get started at 18 and it is one hundred and ten dollars a month. So if you turn 20 this year and you start putting one hundred and ten dollars a month back, you can retire a millionaire at 65. Yeah, that is. I know it seems like if you're living paycheck to paycheck, I get it. That probably still feels like a lot. But 50 would get you halfway there. Exactly. So whatever you've got start there. If you're if you got an employer plan that you're not using for the love of Pete, get your match at the minimum. Mm -hmm. And then every year when you get a raise, increase what you're putting in that plan by 1%, 2% before you get that new check so you don't even notice it. That's right. There's little things like that that you can do. It's just a little bit. Or if you wanted to drop in a lump sum, if you've got $14,000 laying around, drop in that lump sum, let it sit and grow. Same effect. Okay, so trivia, how much uh, what amount of a lump sum would it take for you to invest today at if you're 20? So that you don't have to invest at all and be a millionaire by the time we. Well, that was the fourteen. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yes. fourteen thousand. But let's talk about the difference it makes with ten years. All right. So fourteen at twenty. If you're thirty this year, thirty six. Oh, More than double to make the same trivia. goal. I'm sorry. Did I ruin your, your you trivia? Did. Okay. Well, let's go back. How much per month if you're thirty now? So we were at one ten mm -hmm. for a twenty year old. How much for a thirty year old? I remember it being about three hundred dollars a month. Yes, you're close. Two ninety two. Yes. Okay. So 110 or almost $300. All right. I'm 32. That's the difference 10 makes. So, you know, and I'm, I'm you know, pretty, pretty good amount over that. So, well, and again, if you've got access myself. to an employer plan, that's mm -hmm. even more attainable. Yes. Because you can get that match to help you get that extra in there. Exactly. Um, and then at 40. All right. At 40. It, more than doubles again, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the exact numbers, though, without looking at my paper. <laughs> okay, yes. So at 40, if you're just starting and want to be a millionaire, you need to invest $804 per month until you're 65. Or no. you can drop a easy breezy mm -hmm. $93,000. One time. One time, right and there. lock it in. Lock it in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so reasonable. I'm again 43, so this is my world. Now I will say that 804 a month, it feels like a large number, but I can tell you it's not as large as it feels if mm -hmm. you have it taken out pre-tax. That's right. And that's been the key for me to mm -hmm. start again. I'm starting late, so I'm trying to get on track. And a million's not really my goal. I have an income figure I'm working towards, but that is much more attainable when it's coming out per pay period pre-tax because I don't feel it all in my pocketbook and I'm getting yes. a match. So uh, I know we've talked before about when you're looking for a job to count in that employer plan as part of your plan, part of your decision making. It has a huge effect when you have a match on what your ultimate goal requires. Yeah. And the reason why Teresa doesn't feel it as much is because one, it gets taken straight out of her paycheck. Mm -hmm. So she never sees it. And then two, because she gets a pretty cool deduction from her taxes. So yes. 
Double yes. bonus. Lowering my taxable income lowers how much taxes come out, so I'm not feeling the whole pinch. Um, now, if you're 50, so let's back up again. At 40, we needed out of the 93,000 lump sum, which is super easy to do, mm-hmm. or 804 a month. That's right. At 50, what is it? It is a whopping $2,490 per month. That's, that's, that's like a, assuming that's a you're whole just paycheck. getting started <laughs> at 50. Now, in your 50s, you have the ability to do catch-up contributions within an employer plan or within your IRA. Mm-hmm. You tend to get into your highest earning years at that point. So right. if you're at that point, it's not like all is lost. A, right. a million dollars may not be your goal. Without doing planning, you really don't know what number to really chase. We're just giving you one to work with here for math. But if, you, um, if you're in those higher earning years, you have less debt, you've worked on your other things, you might actually be able to pull this off. You've just Definitely. gotta be focused. Yeah. So what we're trying to illustrate here though, is we go from $110 a month to almost 2,500 just by waiting basically 30 years. So starting today, no matter which category you're in, what age you're in, you're gonna be in better shape than if you wait another year. Yeah. So let's talk about what is holding you back, right? Because obviously if if you haven't started, right, if you're still kind of looking at uh, you know your, your finances and you're not to the point where you feel comfortable or you've taken that step, you know, we know that there's a lot of things, right, that could mm-hmm. likely be holding you back. One, and I think this is probably the most prevalent, mm-hmm. is a, an expensive lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. So there's too too many things that you're you're going after right now, too many things catching your attention, and it's just the those retirement savings investing is just not making your budget yet. So mm-hmm. what, what what do you do with that? I think you can start with picking something. So if you are someone who eats out every day and you're trying to tackle some financial goals, maybe you say, okay, I'm only going to eat out once a, once a week. Not saying you go without because I'm not a firm believer in the whole like eat ramen noodles and peanut butter sandwiches and, you know, chase it because you're going to run out of motivation. Yeah. It's just like saying I want to lose weight, so I'm going to go to the gym for five hours a day. It's not it's not sustainable. But you can say, OK, I've got this goal. Here are the things that are getting in the way and pick one of them that maybe even just for a month you try it and you see, OK, it wasn't that bad. I can mm-hmm. keep this up or you tweak it. But staying top of mind with it, picking something to tackle each month and just, again, one percent growth every day adds up over time. Yeah. And what I would say is, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you're spending that money on, is it worth the cost? I mean, let's let's mm-hmm. think about it. Are you you're, you're going to give up a million dollars or eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars just for that extra meal or that, you know, little coffee at Starbucks, whatever it is that you're that mm-hmm. you're chasing right now? Like, is that really worth it? That's that's just what I would mm-hmm. leave. leave and on then the table for there. some, it's lack of knowledge. I know for for many people that we've met with, they come in the room and they're just overwhelmed. They don't mm-hmm. know what number to be shooting for. They don't know what they need to be doing. And if they're investing, they're not sure they're invested properly. So there are a lot of tools that you can access. You can certainly meet with an advisor to help educate you and kind of coach you through that. Um, But lack of knowledge in our society, and and granted there's a lot of information, not a lot of wisdom. So let me say lack of wisdom is something you can have some control over and change. Yeah, and the last one is debt, right? A lot Mm -hmm. of us uh, start out with with crippling debt and we kind of just, tend to recycle it as we go on in life. Uh, but that's definitely something that, that we've seen, you know, through multiple programs out there that a lot of folks have had a, have had a lot of success in being able to get rid of large sums of debt. And we know mm-hmm. that you can, too. So if that's something that you need help out with, then definitely a lot of tools out there uh, on the Internet, as well as you know, financial coaches you know, like us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've said time is money. So when it comes to investing, we couldn't agree more. 
In fact, time is one of the two biggest factors contributing to how much money you're going to have when you're ready to retire or any other financial goal that you have. Mm-hmm. So notice that while these concepts, everything that we talked about today is very simple, it's not really easy, right? Mm-hmm. So again, there's things that hold people back all the time. But again, these things are simple, right? If you're 20, starting out investing 110 bucks a month, you know, is very, very doable, right? And and something that uh, even with any obstacles that you have right now, you know, in, in a few years, mm-hmm. you could get there, right? So make it your goal. And again, time is money. So don't don't forget about that. And don't forget about what you could be giving up for that extra little Starbucks drink. So recently I pulled my social security report just to, mm-hmm. I like to review it regularly. It's something that my clients have to do as part of our planning process. So I like to do that from time to time as well. And one time I sat and I added up all the little years of earnings and mm-hmm. I went, man, a lot of those got wasted. So when I think about how much money has just slipped through my hands over the years because I just didn't have a plan for it, it was very frustrating. But I had to kind of reframe that and go, okay, you know what? Can't control the past, but I can choose not to let it do it this year. I can choose to put some money back this year and the next year I can choose to put more and then work towards my goal, which is what I've been doing since I joined GenWealth. Originally, I was just doing the match. I was a single mom. I was getting my 3% match on our simple and that was all I could do. But every year I committed, I was going to increase it so that I could get to the point where I'm fully funding it. And, and I'm not quite there yet, but I've made a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something I can be proud of is that I've made some progress and you can too. Yeah, yeah. and here's the thing, what, what is holding you back, right? So there's always a reason to not invest, mm-hmm. right? You can look back over the decades. We, we did a podcast on this. There's always a reason not to invest. There's always something going on in the world or in the financial markets to hold you back. But when we look back on history, it should never have stopped anybody. Everybody would have still made a pretty good amount of money if they would have invested. So think about what you're giving up. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week on Talking Sense. Next week, we're going to give you the inside scoop on important questions to ask your advisor before you go forward. You know, if you're trying to pick that coach for your financial future, what you need to ask them to make sure they're the best fit for you. Yeah, let's just- Let's, let's redo that. Thank you. You kind of hesitated, so I didn't let you do it, but I'd really rather you do your outro if that's okay with you. Sure, sure. Okay. And I mean, I could start with my two cents and go into it as well. Um, <clears throat> so, okay. And my sense would be what is holding you back, right? Regardless of what's going on in the market, when you look back on history, there's always a reason not to invest. Mm-hmm. Have you thought of all the reasons why you should? Well, that's it for us today on Talking Sense. Tune in next week when we talk about the questions that you need to ask when looking for a financial advisor. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.